0: inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. Before we begin, take note to check out episode 110 of History of the Papacy podcast with Steve Guerra, who generously features this History of North America series. Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. In this episode, we encounter the pre-Hispanic Mexico ancient culture and civilization that was the Aztec Empire. Join me as we explore one of the most glorious Mesoamerican societies. The Aztec Empire was an alliance of three city-states that ruled the area in and around the Valley of Mexico from 1428 until 1521 AD. The Empire was formed from the victorious factions of a civil war in central Mexico. Despite the initial conception of the Empire as an alliance of three self-governed city-states, Tenochtitlan quickly became dominant politically and militarily as the capital, while the other partners in the alliance had taken subsidiary roles. Tlacalel, the military leader of the capital, was the principal architect of the Aztec Triple Alliance and hence the Aztec Empire. He also instigated a policy of burning the books of conquered Mesoamerican peoples with the aim of erasing all memories of pre-Aztec past. The Aztecs were famous for their agriculture, cultivating all available land, introducing irrigation, draining swamps, and creating artificial islands in the lakes. They developed a form of hieroglyphic writing, a complex calendar system, and built famous pyramids and temples. The Aztec power was centered at its capital, supported by many tributary city states. The Aztecs left rulers of conquered enemies in power so long as they agreed to pay semi annual tribute, as well as supply military forces when needed for the Aztec war efforts. In return, The imperial authority offered protection and political stability, and facilitated an integrated economic network of diverse lands and peoples who had significant local autonomy. The Mesoamerican Toltec culture had ruled the Valley of Mexico and beyond beginning in 900 AD. Its sphere of influence reached as far away as the Yucatan Peninsula and the major city of Chichen Itza. After 1200 AD, Various nomadic peoples entered the Valley of Mexico, including the Mexica. The Mexica were an indigenous people who were the eventual rulers of the Aztec Empire. When they arrived, they encountered the remnants of the Toltec Kingdom and their mythical history in magnificent cities such as Tula. The later Aztec culture saw the Toltecs and Maya as their intellectual and cultural predecessors. The Aztecs are so called from Aztlán, meaning White Land, an allusion to their origins as a nomadic tribe in northern Mexico. The Mexica are eponymous of the place name Mexico, which refers to the interconnected settlements in the valley that became the site of what is now Mexico City. It held natural, geographical, and population advantages as the metropolitan center of the region of the future Mexican nation. Tenochtitlan was a large Aztec city-state built on an island in what was then Lake Texcoco, in the Valley of Mexico, and was the capital of the expanding Aztec Empire. At its peak, it was the largest city in the pre-Columbian Americas and one of the most prosperous and populated cities in the world. Today, the ruins of the once magnificent city are located in the historic center of the Mexican capital, modern Mexico City. The Mexica, once established in Tenochtitlan, built opulent palaces, impressive public buildings, and marketplaces. Commerce was at the heart of everyday life, and trade was the center of social interactions. There was also a botanical garden, zoo, and an aquarium. The city had great symmetry. They constructed grand temples for different purposes, including human and animal sacrifice. Both beauty and savagery existed, hand in hand, in the Aztec world. The state religion of the empire was polytheistic, worshipping a diverse pantheon that included dozens of deities. The imperial deity was represented in the central temple precinct of the capital. People in conquered provinces were allowed to retain and freely continue their own religious traditions, so long as they added to their local pantheons the Imperial God, a distinctive warlike patron divinity. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin healthy weight loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds, Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calatrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body, which decreases as we age. Taking calatrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calatrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply, The Aztecs would often incorporate gods and goddesses that were borrowed from other geographic regions and peoples into their own religious practices. Like the Maya before them, they had a penchant for human sacrifice. Though blood sacrifice was common in Mesoamerica, the scale of human sacrifice under the Aztecs was unprecedented in the region. Human and animal sacrifice was practiced on a grand scale throughout the Aztec empire in connection with many religious festivals, which were in the Aztec calendar. Aztec life was thus a constant mix of happy feasting and solemn sacrifices. Life in the Aztec world was full of traditions, some beautiful and others quite macabre from the perspective of modern society. For millennia, the practice of blood sacrifice was widespread in Mesoamerican cultures and a theme in certain religions. Human sacrifice was a very complex, brutal ritual performed in honor of the gods. Every sacrifice had to be meticulously planned from the type of victim to the specific ceremony needed for the god. The sacrificial victims were usually captured warriors, but sometimes slaves, depending upon the god and needed ritual. The higher the rank of the warrior, the better he was considered as a sacrifice. The victims would then take on the persona of the god they were to be sacrificed for. The victims would be housed, fed, and dressed accordingly. This process could last up to a year. When the sacrificial day arrived, the victims would participate in the specific ceremonies of the deity. These ceremonies were used to exhaust the victims so that they would not struggle during the ceremony. Then priests performed the sacrifice, usually at the top of a pyramid. Each victim would be laid upon a table, held down, and subsequently have their hearts cut out. Aztec civilization was a fascinating combination of brutality and beauty. Starting in the Valley of Mexico, the Aztecs spread their doctrine of splendor and horror across Mesoamerica. Their penchant for human sacrifice, coupled with their love of drawings, sculpture, music, poetry, and philosophy, boggles the Western mind. Nowhere is that dichotomy better seen than in the metaphors of Aztec art. For example, the hummingbird represented the sun god, the eagle represented the warrior, and flowers represented the beauty of life. The cosmology of Aztec religion divided the world into heavens and earthly layers, or netherworlds. Each level was associated with a specific set of deities and astronomical objects. The most important celestial entities in Aztec religion are the Sun, the Moon, and the planet Venus. The Aztecs were popularly referred to as people of the Sun. Aztec philosophy included ethics and aesthetics. Its central question was how people could find stability and balance in an ephemeral world. The Aztec world of grandeur, magnificence, sophistication, and savagery came to an abrupt end. Early in the 16th century. The Spanish conquest of the Aztec Empire will be closely looked at in a future episode of our series narrative. Next episode, we begin our search for the first non indigenous explorers to reach North America as we examine the many pre Columbian transatlantic contact theories. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying visuals, including maps, charts, Timelines, photos, and diagrams. Please consider supporting our History of North America series in the following ways. Join our Patreon. We offer lots of membership benefits, including artworks and books. I have authored many historical fiction and nonfiction books, including exciting international historical mystery and suspense thrillers. One of the main characters in my Denari novel series is a young woman named Andalucia, who has Mexican ancestral connections. All my books are available in print and digital format on Amazon. If you shop Amazon, for books or anything else, make sure to use our link so Amazon knows who sent you, thereby giving us extra credit, with no supplemental cost to you. All links appear in this episode's description and on our website at markvinet.com. Join me again next time and spread the word to family and friends. And don't forget, all positive ratings, reviews, feedback, and comments are appreciated and help attract more people to this series. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoyed the listen.